Hello, sir. Hello, sir. How are you? A whole nother year has passed since I talked to you. Yeah, I haven't talked to you since last year. <laughs> Crazy. Ooh, let's Which just... isn't true. Let's just make those jokes for the rest of the episode. I, I bet we could think of so many. I think that's the only one that I know. Should I tell, should I tell that story about my roommate that I told you? The one that would always leave. And oh, say, yeah. Is it relevant? Yeah. I had this roommate in college who we would stay up all night doing whatever. And anytime he would leave, it was like two or three o'clock in the morning. Um, right before the door closed, when he walked out, he'd say, all right, I'll see you guys later today. Just to, just to make us mad and realize Just to be hyper literal. Yeah. <clears throat> did you have, did you have people in college that like, you only hung out with when you went to eat? Like at the cafeteria? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I hung out with them occasionally not eating, but they were yeah. definitely the core of our friendship was we were like dining hall dates with yeah, each other. That's a yeah. thing. Dining hall buddies or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in Lincoln, there was like several uh, different ones, different dining right. halls. And mm-hmm. there was just one. It was like where all the athletes went. Do you know the what training I'm table? About? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That place was good. First time Which, I went there, it ruined me. Yeah, that's when you realize that the uh, the athletes at a D1 school get a definitely different experience. <laughs> yeah. Just like the, the difference in the food quality that you would get there versus at just like the uh, the pleb dining hall. Mm-hmm. Night and day difference, dude. So You know, there was this place, though, that did like homemade pizzas. I don't know, homemade, Yeah. You know? They made yeah. it in front of you? Yeah. It was like every, I think it was every Monday. It was like yeah. pizza day. Like yeah. little uh, personal, personal sized pizzas. Yeah. And it's a yeah. weird thing. Like, and you know, I don't see any of those people anymore. I yeah. Don't, I don't, I talk to more people from high school than I do from college, I think. Do you? Really? Um, I don't really talk to anyone at all. Except for Except me. for you. Bazinga. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a f- I have a few friends from high school that I still keep in touch with and uh like one real good friend from college that I talk to a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that so, I met in college. There's people from my high school that I went to college with that, you know, they overlap, so I can't count them twice, but yeah. You know, so you said something to me when we were we were hanging out um that like small talk is painful for you. Oh yeah, super you painful. Re- that surprises me for some reason. Like to me, it's, it seems like you would be more comfortable in the, in those waters. Yeah. yeah, it's not so much that it's painful. The thing that's painful for me is knowing that I can sit in complete silence and be comfortable, and not very many other people can. I know. You know, so like when there's a lull in the conversation, and I'm totally okay with that. Um, in the back of my mind, maybe maybe I'm not actually okay with it because in the back of my mind, <laughs> the, the only thing I'm thinking about is this other person is super uncomfortable right now, even though yeah. maybe they're not. But That's my my problem with with uh, small talk is I genuinely have a hard time thinking of things to say on the spot, you know, like thinking of things to ask people. Um, I don't know that. Like I had, I know all the surface level things to ask about, right? Yeah. Like how's work going? Work. 
But then like they answer that question and I don't have a whole lot of follow-up to those questions. Yeah. Um, especially with strangers, like with people, my friends, it's easier for me, obviously, because I know more about their lives and more details about things that are going on. But mm -hmm. people that I don't know all that well, I don't ever, I don't like to feel, I don't like them to feel like I'm interviewing them, you know? Right. So sometimes I'll be in a situation where someone is just trying to make normal small talk and they're asking me all these questions and I'm like, God, just chill with the third degree bro yeah, can we just of like damn stop <laughs> i'm not that interesting you know i know i know or i don't know if that's some insecurity or what it is but like i i just hate feeling like i'm being grilled with questions um and i also don't like when people ask me i hate when people ask me about my job because i don't really know how to explain it in a way that's like easy to understand without going into a lot of detail right but then once i start to go into detail 90 percent of people just like check out you can see it in their eyes they've glossed over they have no idea what you're talking about and they don't really care they were just asking you what you do for yeah. you know the checkbox of the small talk uh yeah. bingo card you know so i hate that feeling when you're <clears throat> going into detail on something like that and you see that checkout moment yeah <sighs> it's hard feeling. it's really it's really tough you know because i don't want to be a jerk and be like ah you don't want to you don't want to know you know yeah, it's like well maybe they I do and then say. i also don't want to <laughs> say like the way that i said that even was condescending because i don't want to say well it's hard to explain because then right. you that person i've been on the receiving end of that statement and you're like i'm pretty smart bro just like yeah, yeah. you know you don't want to there's like there needs to be a way to feel it out but I hate doing that dance too of like you start to just kind of feed them information and wait for them to bite on something. Yes. It's like I want to be upfront and be like, do you want me to go into detail or do you want just like the the high level version of this? Because I can, I this can go one of two ways, you know. I guess you could practice like the basic, like the sack lunch version of, of your job, like a description. I do have like, I kind of have one of those in my back pocket. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, because a lot of people, like when I tell them I work <clears throat> on consumer electronic products, like smartwatches and stuff, they don't really understand how a, what a mechanical engineer has to do with that because to right. them, they're only thinking about like the software, the features that they use and stuff. But they kind of forget that the thing comes in a physical mm -hmm. object, you know, and the physical object is what I do. So I typically just say like, Anything that you're interacting, like that you're feeling, that you can see and yeah. touch, I do that. Yeah. And I, I don't do the software or anything. So, yeah, that, that I, usually satisfies what they're, what they're going for. I think I get why people, I absolutely hate it and I feel like I can pick up on it, but why people kind of embellish their, their jobs and mm. like what they do and sometimes mm -hmm. even lie about like what's going on with family and stuff just to be interesting because. Yeah. I think people want to keep that attention from someone so bad. Like they want to be interesting, you know? Right. And then that's the thing is just most of the time when you ask those people those questions, it's, it is boring to talk yeah. about. Bro, like, yeah, everybody's life is boring. Yeah. I think, I think people just so badly want to feel like their, their uh, work is not as mundane as it seems day to day, you know? So when they get the chance they feel like they have to. I do this all the time, actually. Like, 
there are seasons of life where I'm like not super hip on what's going on at my job. Like I am kind of burnt out on it or whatever. And someone will ask me like, oh, how do you like that? And I have, I feel like I have to say, oh, I love it every day. Yeah. It keeps me busy. It's really fun. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, what are you doing, bro? They know that no job is fun every day, but I can't say, ah, you know, it's just really, it's really bumming me out right now because then a lot of people will be like, well, you know, a lot of people would kill to be in your position. So it's like, there's no room to just like feel what you're feeling and admit it. You have to always kind of do the, uh, the small talk version of whatever you're going through. Yep. And that's the thing too. You like, nobody actually wants to hear when you're not having a good time. I know. Yeah. It depends on who's asking, I guess. Right. But, right. You know, if you were, you and I asked each other that we're like trying to get down to it, you know, like right. what's going on. But right. when that's what I was thinking about, like my, my college friends, I don't really know what happened, but yeah. I mean, one, I mean, one thing was I was an idiot. So, I mean, maybe mm. they just decided I probably wasn't worth knowing anymore, <laughs> but, Could be. but I did kind of, I mean, I was pretty close with them and we, when we would sit and talk and stuff, we would talk about everything, life. We used to do this thing called cigars at sunrise. We'd go up on the parking garage and just stay up there all night and smoke like you know, a million cigars watch yeah. the sun come up i mean it was fun and it's cool it's, it's weird that like you can just sort of those people aren't in your life anymore you know yeah that's a good point I, I i have a group of friends from college that you know at the time i was super close with and they were my go-to squad for i don't know probably probably two years my my sophomore and junior year and then we kind of started to taper out senior year i don't know it's weird because we were so close we talked all the time we hung out every weekend you know we were always doing stuff together and then yeah like a couple years ago is when i realized that i like hadn't heard from any of them there's like it's like there was a day where we just none of us texted each other ever again you know we had a group chat group text chat and just eventually like you know, it just fizzles out. It's kind of a, it's kind of a weird thing, but yeah, we're all in different. I don't even know where two of them are. We're all in, we're very different periods of life and and uh, I don't know positions in life. So sometimes it's hard to keep up with people like that when they don't have a lot in common with you, other than right. the fact that you like went to school together and were in some classes together. You know, yeah, that's like that's the thing. only real thing we have in common like we have personality traits and interests and stuff that are sort of in common but i don't know it's hard to as bad as it sounds it's hard to put in that effort for people that aren't even in the same city as you or whatever you know that um i don't know maybe maybe the friendship wasn't as deep as as it had seemed at the time well and you know you think about it what we were going through was college basically yeah and, you know, and girls or whatever. And right. so it was like all of us were in the same spot. Like you were saying, yeah. Now what yeah. do you really have in common with them? I I honestly, I've seen, because of my job, you know, I'll go to some of the cities where these guys are from or moved back to or whatever. Yeah. And I've seen a couple of them at shows, you know, just mm-hmm. like you say, hey, you know, put them on the list and and come and, I'll talk to them and it's just like they want to know so much about my job. Yeah. You know, and it's like I can't even ask a question. Yeah. 
and and you know same as you i want to tell them like there's a lot of parts about it that just aren't great yeah but they don't want to hear that they don't you know they want to know that i'm just you're you're in a very different position than i am even though because at the end of the day my day-to-day looks the same as a lot of other people's i sit at a desk at a computer you know but yeah i think your job as a musician still has this like air of mystery about it that a lot of a lot of people will just never understand like yeah how does a how does a musician make money like this is a thing this is a conversation that i have with so many of my friends about you that's not Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to do with me they're like how do how do they make money like when they're not playing shows and stuff it's like these are the things that people don't understand i think that's why they like they like to ask but also like inviting a friend to your show is not really a fair arena to have a real conversation you're right and i just played right yeah yeah well i mean i love i love seeing them but it's also it's also a strange concept to me that i would like this is gonna make me sound like a jerk but like while i'm in town that i would go out of my way to like go yeah have a beer Mm -hmm. i don't have time for that yeah I, i literally would not have time to do that and and I and I think that's what they there's an expectation there of like yeah. oh, afterwards we're gonna go, and I'm like, dude, I'm driving or I'm sleeping. Yeah, yeah, you that's know? the other thing that they tend to not understand is that yeah, you're not actually in that city. You're at that venue, and then you're off. You know. Yeah, and yeah. another thing too, along the lines of what you were talking about with like how do I make money? A hard thing to explain to them is that I am. There is a position like between Lady Gaga and the guy that plays at your favorite bar every right. Monday. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I can't, usually, I do not have enough time to explain that to them. So, right. I just let them think it is what it is. Like, yeah. What they think it is. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of levels to it, which, yeah. I, didn't, I don't even know that I understood that until fairly recently like within the last three or four years that it's not all that binary you know it's not you either suck or you're on a tour bus for a million people you know there is a lot of (laughs) there's a lot of in between between those two things but i remember explaining that to my um my father-in-law yeah and it was because he he had an event with work where they had like a big country artists come in i don't even remember their names but um and he knew how much they were getting paid like this yeah. band and everything right and so he was kind of he was like that is an unreal amount of money isn't it and i was like yeah it is and i was like but you know you got to think about it's not like those guys just showed up played your show and that's all the prep or whatever they did and yeah you also have to think about all the crew and everything they're paying. Yeah, they didn't know? just split that five ways or and, however many people were in the, on stage. And he's, he's such a smart guy, my father-in-law. He's an accountant. Like he, yeah. you know, a real accountant, not the, I'm an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> he's a real accountant. Um, but, but I broke that down for him and then also explained kind of like being a musician in this industry is like any other job where there's, tears you know mm-hmm. you don't just come in as the ceo right so that that's 
See, this is a conversation I want to have with my friends to ask, ask me about this stuff, but I just couldn't, right? And then they're going to be like, geez, man, what a buzzkill. Just tell us who, yeah. you know, doing just tell body us your, shots. Your and, love and life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I always feel this pressure to tell people that maybe I'm happier than I feel in the moment, you know? Absolutely. Or that I, I'm enjoying, I enjoy things on the whole more than I am enjoying them when they at the time they asked me you know mm -hmm. i don't know what that is like i i try to think i try to wonder i'm having a hard time with my words today i try to put myself in the position where someone is telling me yeah man my job is just a lot right now and how i would react to that and i would like to think that i'm not the guy that's just be like ma'am that's the way it goes sometimes and just like kind of pass on by but I think I honestly think that's probably how I would react most of the time, unless it's some like unless it's someone I'm really close to. And I think I kind of think that's a problem. Yeah, I think it's a problem be. that that people people aren't more willing to like have real conversations with just anyone. Yeah, not 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 super intimate necessarily, but just like a little bit more honest than like yeah, everything is great all the time. Right. You know. Well, this is kind of an interesting thing i did that bone marrow donation th um thing you know did do you remember in college when they like had everybody sign up for that Pla it was once? plasma i didn't i never gave bone marrow dude you didn't you didn't sign up for that like the be the match i, I gave program. i gave no yeah i gave plasma all the time oh, but yeah, I don't, me too. I, yeah. that's how yeah. i bought my video games yeah much pull <laughs> um but i signed up for that and it's like I don't know the statistics, but you're just never going to be a match yeah. for someone that needs a bone marrow transplant. And um, it's like for treating cancer. Right. And I, and I got, you know, like three or four years after I graduated, you know, I didn't, I forgot I even signed up for that. You Eight graduated? Call. I mean. Oh, high school. After I left. Uh, oh, I see. <laughs> after I peaced out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. I, Sorry. I just, you know. We got to keep I, our story straight. That's how I refer to it. <laughs> when I left college, I graduated. Bro, you did like a year and a half. Yeah, it was you did awesome like a too. year, I think. Anyway, I, I just played. I just I learned a lot about good playing guitar. <laughs> anyway, bone marrow. Anyway, yep, bone marrow. <clears throat> and I get to call, and they said you're the match for this lady who's getting treatment, and they don't tell you much else other than that. And then I get these injections that are supposed to like increase increase some counts on in my levels and stuff and um anyway it was a, it was a crazy experience and i'm not i'm not talking about that that's not the point of the story but after i was done with that it was like a couple weeks had gone by and the lady that set it up called me and i could tell she was like gonna give me some bad news about mm. this person probably mm. i didn't pick up on that at first but she asked me this is the weirdest thing she was like how are you how have you been doing like and it wasn't like how are you feeling after all that it was like mentally yeah. right and i and for some reason i was working at enterprise i was driving a car like to another site and i just like unloaded on this lady whoa like my whole my woes yeah. you know and 
it was so weird. I don't know why I did. It just, just came over you. you just it just came to get over me, yeah. Whoa. And I and I told her everything, just like it'd been hard. You know, I was kind of going through some stuff. I didn't like my job. Like I just went off, and then she mm. said, uh, "Oh, well, um, I'll call you another time. Okay, have a good day." <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I actually didn't care. I'll call you back when you're happy. But I think she was probably going to be telling me something about the the treatment that that lady got you know yeah i got that feeling that that's what it was going to be and you'd think that if it worked they would let you know like hey you know that thing you did is great maybe yeah. not though i know it can be like super anonymous but um yeah i don't i don't know why i did that to the lady and i still feel bad i never heard back from her but okay did you like you didn't like tear into her no, I, you I, were just when I like, said unloaded, I didn't mean like a clip. I meant You were like, just being honest, right? Like I just like took all of this frustration and stuff that I've been feeling for like weeks. And just, it was like the fact that this lady was not someone I knew, you know? Like I, yeah. This, the only reason I knew her is because of this. And it was like I could tell her. Mm. Because there would be no judgment. It wouldn't matter. And I'm never going to see her again. You are uh, you are explaining the major benefits of having a therapist. <laughs> I'd be honest with you. That does sound just <laughs> now that I hear it back. Yeah, the only difference is you see the you tend to see the same therapist over and over again. Yeah, but the therapist probably engages in some sometimes some conversation. You don't with have you. you don't have to feel bad about going off going off in front of them though. You know. Yeah. This I I, I don't know. This doesn't need to be a, a a therapy conversation. But I will say I've had a therapist ever since I've been out of college, just because mm-hmm. I figured if I care about my physical health, I should care about my mental health too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, it's, I wasn't. <clears throat> I think a lot of men, a lot of people in general, but especially men, feel like they have to be talking themselves off a bridge before they should see a therapist. It's like no, right. I, I feel like it's like a maintenance thing. You should probably see one regularly. Just like you get your teeth cleaned, even though I yeah. I don't get my teeth cleaned. But yeah. So um, anyway, I feel like it helps me a lot because I'm the kind of guy that fixates on things and lets things just like kind of build up. And my therapist always says uh, he can tell when I need to just like empty the tank because I'll go in, or I guess now it's virtual, but I'll do my appointment and I'll just kind of start rambling and I'll just ramble for like 25 minutes. And then they'll be like, hmm, okay, so how about, you know, and just like ask, ask one it, clarifying yeah. question, I'll just go again, you know, and there's not any, not really anything in particular that I work on month to month. I do it monthly, but uh, I do feel like by the time, I can tell when it's time for me to go because I'm a little bit more on edge. I've been holding on to a lot of stuff for about a month and it's just time to let go to someone who, someone who doesn't have any emotional stake in my in my life you know they def they they want you to like be okay or whatever but you you can't really offend them because and they're not going to tell you my biggest thing when i'm talking to people that i'm close to is i am always afraid that they're just going to tell me what they think i want to hear to make me feel better which i don't appreciate like i don't i don't like it it's not helpful you know so it's nice to have a uh, an unbiased ear for stuff so yeah it's rare to have someone in your life that you feel like you can be that honest with. 
And like mm. you said that you just mentioned, be able to, because if you actually care about someone, you're going to let them know what they're, they yeah. need to fix, what they need to work on. Right. Well, and if I'm talking to someone that I genuinely care about, I'm going to try to, you know, not seem like a psychopath <laughs> when I'm talking to them in general, you know, like there are times where I'll kind of, where I'll lose it, honestly. And I'll say things that I didn't mean or whatever. Um, but I don't feel like, I feel like with someone like a therapist or just like, you know, someone I don't know all that well, I kind of have the freedom to be more, more uh, process things in real time and not really be afraid of how someone might, you know, knee jerk react to something and then form an opinion about me or whatever because i do tend to like to process things out loud but the problem is when you're around people they're they're using that to like form opinions on you you know people that you have relationships with and i think that's the thing that i get scared of and that's probably why i don't like small talk to bring it all back you know i'm afraid of i'm afraid of saying something maybe that i'm just kind of thinking out loud and then if they don't know me all that well they just assume oh that's just what he thinks about this thing you know and it yeah i, I get kind of nervous about that idea when you're talking to your therapist do you you don't really think about what you're saying you just swear. no sometimes i'll have like something specific that i wanted to talk about like one topic or whatever but that's not all the time you know i have a standing every month appointment and sometimes i don't have anything quote-unquote prepared but I'll just go in and start talking, you know, and it's, it's a pretty helpful exercise. One, because it, it just kind of gets my, gets me going, you know, and then I, I usually tend to, once I start rattling, kind of uncover something that was, has been bothering me that I didn't really take the time to think about because I was thinking about other things, you know. That's, do you ever just like, have you ever just like talked yourself you say so much and then come to the conclusion on your own because you've said it and then you just yeah. like get up and walk out. A lot of the time, yeah. <laughs> it's like he doesn't even say anything. You're just like, all right, yep. Yeah, I do I, I do feel like I do a lot of the heavy lifting sometimes, you know. <laughs> Not in terms of like, I mean, he is still serving the purpose, but yeah. um, a lot of times I just need to go through the exercise of saying all the words, connecting all the dots, and then I kind of arrive at the conclusion of, well, I'm probably feeling this way because this thing happened or, or whatever. And then he kind of, he kind of takes that conclusion and, and then makes it something that we can work on as opposed to like connecting the dots for me. But sometimes, sometimes he does that too. He's, he does a good job of listening, which is yeah. always good, you know? Yeah. That's super interesting too, that you don't have to think about this guy's like personality profile. Yeah. You know? Every time I talk to someone or work with someone, I'm constantly trying to, I mean, even when I talk with you, I know things that trigger you. Yeah. So I'll be careful about that, you know, not right. all the time, but just, right. you know, generally, I guess. Yeah. But like, I don't think I've ever talked to someone that I felt like I could just it didn't matter what I said. I, I'm not going to offend you, you know? Right. Because I could say stuff that would offend you, you know? So yeah. it's like, but even though you're my best friend, but it's like, I I want to do that. Like, I want to sit and have a conversation with someone who will just let me 
you know, and he's not a part of your life. So he's right. not involved in any of these things you're talking about. Right. Which is also. He also nice. doesn't even live in my city anymore. So I don't have to worry oh, about wow. like running into him somewhere, you know, which Ooh. is also what really nice. Like? You know, would you, what would you say to that guy? I would I probably wouldn't acknowledge he was there, honestly. I mean, that's just, that's a tendency that I have in general is like I'll see someone and try to pretend like I didn't see him. I, yeah. I'm messed up socially. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me, but me neither. Yeah, but he I don't because he's not a friend of mine, you know. He wouldn't be offended by that, which is no. awesome. And you almost think that would be kind of their MO. Yeah. Like like a secret agent, you know. Right. And then like they, they don't want you to bring it up. They don't want you to draw any attention to it because mm-hmm. they, they do have to be, you know, think about how many people that guy talks to. Yeah. You know? Right. And if he wasn't, you someone for sure that he works with, he would run into somewhere, don't you think? Yeah. Depending oh, yeah, for sure. He's in. That would you, be so yeah, weird. You would think. I feel bad for him. Yeah, that would be super. If I was him, I feel like that would be uncomfortable. Because it'd be hard to be off the clock if someone came up to you and was like, you know what, you're in the supermarket, or who says supermarket? You're at the grocery store. <laughs> you're somewhere where, you know, you would feasibly run into someone. And you start chit-chatting, and then you start talking, oh, remember when I told you about XYZ thing? Well, yeah, this is going on. And then, you, that, and, you know, then you're stuck in this conversation. And because they're your client or patient or whatever, you feel oh, like you have yeah. to go through that. But... You know, these aren't billable hours now. You know, so we're out, outside the realm of the office. So that's kind of why that is kind of why I like the the virtual experience now. It's not as good as going in, and mm-hmm. I also a lot of times when I have my appointments, it's in the evenings, and sometimes my girlfriend's home, and mm-hmm. I just not that I'm saying anything that she shouldn't hear, she but hear, I right? I don't like the idea of like sort of needing to filter what I say because someone might overhear. Um, so there is that, but yeah, dude, I would recommend it. Honestly, like, yeah. like I said, and then for anyone that's listening too, if, if you've ever thought about it, you don't have to be in a dire position to seek it out. You know, I get it. Like it is kind of a luxury. Unfortunately, um, my, my insurance covers it really, really well, which is nice, but I, I know a lot of people are in that are not in that position, but, mm. um, it's super worth it. Cause you, you don't really know what you're going to uncover until you do it. And you don't really know the value that it has until you do it either. Like, I feel like since I started, I'm a lot more aware of not only like my kind of shitty tendencies, but also the triggers. And so I've started to um, spiral out on things a lot less than I, I used to. Like when I was in college and especially transitioning into not college life, I felt like every little thing I just like fixated on, you know, and it just drove me mad. I've, I've seriously felt like I was going mad a couple times and I don't do that as much anymore. And the things that I do spin out on tend to be more important than whether or not my pants fit or something <laughs> stupid like I used to get upset about. So, yeah, I mean, I can honestly say I remember you being a little bit more volatile. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, I know some of that is just like as we've gotten older and experience things you know you just kind of learn to do that um handle things but i'd say for sure you were i need to know which day you go so i know so i can track like i'm going tomorrow actually are you yeah 
it'd be interesting to like just see how your overall mood is you know i bet your girlfriend can can track that you know mm. like when you go and mm-hmm. she can probably she tell surely... what she can probably tell when i'm due Right. I'm a lot more, I do tend to be a little bit more irritable, like right up until I think just because it's only monthly or whatever, but. Well, it's like, I mean, to me, the way you describe it, like I said, I've, I haven't been, but it sounds like going to the chiropractor or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Releases. That's exactly how I like to explain it. That's a perfect analogy. Cause like you get tight, you get kind of sore. And then you go to the chiropractor and get adjusted and you feel good for a while. You know, I do think that probably, you know, people always say what they're going to say about a chiropractor, about whether or not it's, you know, actually doing anything or whatever. I believe in chiropractic work. I think it's great. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I do think that it's worthwhile. The other thing too, though, is it kind of is what you make it, you know, like the reason that it's been beneficial for me is because I've gone in and from the beginning just made a point to just be really authentic and, you know, not be afraid of what I find through that. Um, mm. But I think, you know, some people will go and still kind of feel like they have to impress their therapist or that, yeah. you know, they're telling a certain version of the story that makes them look like the good guy all the time, you know? So like there are a lot of people that I know who have, gone to therapy and have not had good experiences or have felt like have said they didn't feel like it did anything but you know upon digging a little deeper they're just kind of going through the motions or you know they're just telling the therapist whatever they need to hear for the person for them to say like oh you're doing great man keep it up you know that would just completely defeat the purpose i know yeah yeah i don't know i want it i like this is the thing with small talk, I feel like you you have to be, as a person, it's important to be a little bit good at that. Yeah. Because, and I know how we both feel about it, we don't like doing it, but there is some sort of comfortability that happens with someone, I mean, especially strangers, some sort of acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, that right. like, hey, I know... I, I know we talk about that elevator thing all the time, but like there's something in me that wants to be like, hey, we're both about to be in this small space together. Yeah. That's what I'm uncomfortable about. Mm. And I want you to know that I'm not going to kill you before the doors open. You know? <laughs> type of thing. But that's a creepy it's, thing for someone to hear. They're like, I, I know. I wasn't thinking killed, about like, that until you brought it up. But, but I know. I don't know. It's the same thing with like neighbors. I yeah, I'm a like a big wave guy. Yeah, and RV parks. There is this thing, dude. Right when you drive into an RV park, you are in like your new hometown. Yeah, it it's so weird. Everyone is always. They always ask about your camper. They always want to talk about theirs. Yeah, they want to know where you've been, and like I have never been in an RV park where I'm like. I don't trust this mm. or like something's off. Interesting. There's, I mean, there are times that I've, I've left things like we've gone places and left it unlocked. Like you just know it's, it's all going to be good. It's so weird. I don't, but I don't know if I, I advise I, that, but <clears throat> no, don't do I'm it. I'm glad you feel that but, way. Yeah. But I like, I don't know. It sounds kind of square to say, it, but the word friendly. Yeah. Like, that's important to me, but I also don't want to be, 
I realize that that can come across to people as superficial. Right. And, and I have to check myself on that because, you know, I get told a lot that like, I'm nice. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be known as that. Yeah. But I am. And it's like, if I stop feeling like I had to make everyone feel completely comfortable in every little situation, I would feel better. Right. I would feel more authentic. And then, like you said, people don't want all those questions. Yeah. Like interrogation. Yeah. I, I hate making people feel uncomfortable. And so, like, trying to make them comfortable, I make them uncomfortable. Yeah. I think you also, <laughs> you also kind of assume that everyone's default state is of discomfort. <laughs> like, I, I don't think you, minus. like, <laughs> just in my observing you in these situations. Yeah. I think you I you just kind of jump to the conclusion that they would have to be uncomfortable without them giving you any indication. As I such. just care too much. You're just you're such a loving guy, you know. <laughs> you just genuinely care about everyone. You know what? And I don't know where that comes from because my parents aren't like that. Really, my my mom is like the sweetest. You know, if she, I grew up just watching her, going with her to the store or whatever, and just she was so friendly to everyone. You know. Yeah. And, and I think I watched that and then. So it sounds like she is that way. What? You said your parents are not like that, but you don't know why you are that way. Well, what I mean is they, they really don't tend to go out, do anything. They oh, like. I see. They stay home and like. Yeah. They, they, they talk, but. That's good. I've never, I've never seen her have like a deep conversation with a stranger. Right. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. I've been. I've been kind of jaded about my experiences with talking to strangers since I moved to Kansas City because within like six months of living here, I had three or four people approach me like at the grocery store or at the gym or at the barbershop or whatever. You know, small talk, going great. This is back when I actually partook in small talk because I was a season of my life where I was like, the only way I'm going to make connections and make friends is by you know, talking to people. Yeah, I didn't seek that. it out, but if someone came up to me and started shooting the breeze, I would entertain You'd them. Like, I know how to do small, I know how to small talk. I think people will think I don't. I know how to do it. I just don't like it. But yeah. I would do it with them. And then, you know, after a while, we'd exchange numbers, blah, 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 and come to find out they're recruiting me for a pyramid scheme. Four yeah. times, literally four times, four times in six months, this happened to me. And it got to a point where I was so frustrated that I was like, I was hell bent on infiltrating their network and just like taking it down from the inside. (laughs) But what happened was um, (laughs) I, I was talking to this, to one of the guys long enough and I was asking enough questions that he couldn't answer before, you know, I was like paying him or whatever. And he ghosted me. He was like this, you know, hope hope all the best they never admitted that it, they were scheming or anything but he basically i just never heard from him again yeah that 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 experience kind of messed me up because now anytime someone comes up to me that i don't know and starts talking to me i'm questioning what their agenda is you know i'm wondering all right what thing are they going to sell me what you know are they going to ask me if i'm if i want to be financially free or some bullshit you know yeah it sucks it's like a super manipulative thing and um 
you know, I shouldn't, I really shouldn't let it affect me to the level that it has. But it's like every time someone has come up to me that I don't know, it's been that literally a hundred, a hundred percent of the times it's been something like that. And also you had the feeling that this, like, I'm actually talking to this person. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I could hang out with this guy. But come to find out, you know, they were just good at asking me. Like when I look back on it, I feel like an idiot because they were asking me questions and I was giving them just like little tidbits of things that they could easily, you know, make up things to to relate with me on, you know. And they probably have nothing in common with me, but they're just good at playing the game. So, yeah. What, what were the... What do you think the businesses are? It's, I think the one that's popular around here is um, basically like selling financial information or selling like investment ideas or whatever, like mentoring. They always say like, yeah, I made made so much money, blah, 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 because of my mentors. They taught me certain to to invest in these certain things or whatever. Yeah, it's super, super sketch. And it's really unfortunate because it just plays on people's emotional desire to like have a community. You know, one of the things that they always asked is like, if I was from around here, um, they wanted to make sure that like I I was feeling lonely. They always asked if I was in a relationship. Like that was, that was another like gating question I, I learned over after a while. And then they also wanted to know if you had like student loans or something that was like stressing you out because they they set they pitch you this idea of you know financial freedom, financial freedom if you just like hang out with us or whatever it's 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 bullshit so you know i i'm always i'm always skeptical of people now because of that and the flip side of that is i'm always trying to not seem like that guy i'm asking people questions trying to get to know them because i know a lot of other people who have had the same experience around here and so it's obviously a thing and it's just making people more and more jaded toward having normal conversations as strangers, which is like not, man, it's not an unreasonable thing, but no, you know, this is making me rethink some things because I think what you just said about, you don't want to seem like that guy. I bet people have thought I'm that guy Ooh, because I've met people like at the gym or whatever, like you know, in Oregon or when I lived in Omaha, all over. And and after it kind of gets to the point where like, okay, we're super friendly. Yeah, like we're, you know, we're doing the same workouts. Like, and then, yeah, we could totally work out sometime. Yeah. Know? Like we'll spot each other. And there's always this point, like you're texting, it's fine. And they're like, ask one too many questions. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah, they thought you were selling them on something, bro. Huey, dude, <laughs> where are you, man? I wasn't trying to sell you something. Dude, the best I love that guy. The best experience that I've had with this. It, it it's gotten to a point like I can I can smell it from a mile away now. So I can kind of have fun with them. Recently, um I saw a guy at the gym and he looked super familiar. I couldn't put my finger on it. He came up to me and started talking to me and I immediately, you know, my radar was going off. I knew it was, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, it comes up that we both went to UNL. We're both from Nebraska. I was like, man, how do I know this guy? Um, he tells me his name and it instantly clicks. My freshman year of college, I was working out at the rec and he came up to me, 
same kind of conversation it was like oh yeah we both i had like a wrestling t-shirt on at that time he's like oh yeah i wrestled in high school and we were just like we we're talking and this was like my first or second week in college or something and i was like oh yeah this is cool i'm making friends in college yeah, I, was, I was super yeah. excited and you know there's oh, the, the prospect of hanging out and all this stuff and then i didn't hear from him for a while a couple weeks later he calls me and is like hey i have this business opportunity for you You know the same spiel he wanted to sell wanted me to be on his team to sell supplements or whatever so this is where i knew this guy from he did not remember mm. me flash forward this was about a year ago now in uh i think or maybe it was this last july i can't keep my months my days years straight anymore but um flash forward he is doing the same thing to me now as an adult and i remember that i still have his phone number so he is like yeah let's exchange numbers maybe we can hit a workout sometime i'm just trying to you know meet people down here or whatever i give him my phone you no i give him my phone and i'm watching he puts his number in and it pulls up his name and dude goes ghost white but he play he tries to play it off because he didn't see that i saw he tries to play it off and like gives me my phone back. He's like, yeah, here I put put my number in. I'm like, bro, you're a lion son wow. of a gun. It was already in oh there. Oh my god! Because uh, listen, a normal person would have been like, wait, have we met before? You know, it would have been a thing. But because he was trying to scheme me, he didn't want you to. Went. He didn't want that. You know, their little checklist of conversations doesn't cover that. It like glitched him out. Yeah. So he pretended like it wow. didn't happen. And I, you know, we went our separate ways and I was just like, man, I, I'm going to rock this dude's world. So I went up to him after I was done working out and I was like, I thought I knew you from somewhere. And now I remember. And I told him, I was like this year, uh, you know, six years ago or whatever, we met at the wreck. We talked about wrestling and you wanted, um, wanted me to sell supplements or something with you. And he was like, whoa, dude, I for totally forgot. You know, that's crazy. And I was like, yeah, just, you know, I thought I knew you from somewhere. Now I, now I remember. The funny thing is he was there working out with another guy who had a couple years prior propositioned me to try to join his mentoring team here. And this is the guy that I asked too many questions and he ghosted me because I was outsmarting him, you know? What? So when I saw these two guys together, it really clicked for me. So the, the, the kid texts me a couple days later and he's like, hey, um, you know, one of these days we should, um, you know, get lunch or something and catch up or whatever. All right, bro, what do we have to catch up on? We don't know. We don't really know each other. So I said, hey, are you friends with so-and-so, the other guy? And he was like, yeah, how do you know him? And I said, well, long story short, he, uh, you know, talked about all of his mentors or whatever, and it just seemed really pyramid schemey. And so I just need to tell you right now, if this is something that you're trying to do, like, I'm sorry, I just don't want any part of it. Like, I've gone through this with multiple people. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just trying to be, you know, transparent. I can, I, it just seems like that's where this is going. He responds, and of course, I, I'm the bad guy. He responds, is like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I appreciate you saying that, but I was just trying to make friends. You know, apparently people, <laughs> you can't just like talk to strangers anymore, blah, blah, blah. You know, oh my God. putting me on blast because I was just like clear about, you know, I see what's going on. And I said, like, if you still want to hang out and just and just do that, that's fine. But I just want you to know, like, I'm not a mark for you. Like, I'm going to I'm I've I've seen right through it. 
Wow. And he was he was mad, but he never, you know, they never admit it. You know, you're always the bad wow. guy because it's an emotional game. It's it's messed up. That's so badass that you did that. I just, you know, you did. I didn't want to lead. I didn't want to string him on. And I also didn't want to be dodging, getting texts from him and just ignoring it. You know, yeah. to me, it felt like the noble thing to be like, I know what's going on here. Yeah. And if I was wrong, he would have said, no, honestly, that's not what I'm doing. You know, if I was him and someone said that to me, I would be like, I'm sorry I made you feel that way, but I, I promise that's not the case. Like, I just am really yeah. trying, you know, but he didn't even say any right. of that. It was just like, no, man, whatever. I'm just trying to be nice. It's like, all Offensive. right, bro, get out of here. Man, that's so weird. So, like, they can be real friends with each other. I guess. I don't know. But they can't have, actually have any real relationships. I mean, what do you think it'd be like if... If you started doing it, you know, like if you went in on it, I would hate myself. You think this, well, I just don't even mean, I don't even mean that, but like with this guy, would he, would you be friends? Like, I don't, I mean, you would, they would maybe think they are, bro, they're brainwashed. Like you can't even, I can't even really be mad at them because they're brainwashed. I, I honestly think that. So they probably, the most bizarre they probably thing. think that they're friends or whatever, but they're just, they're just tools for each other. You know, like they just leverage each, like one of them is the other person's mentor. And then that person has to get people, you know, they just leverage all these relationships. It's, it's really, uh, really manipulative, but I, they don't see it that Man. way. It makes me sad. Cause I think about my boy, like making friends, you know, it's dude, it's hard. It's hard as an adult. It's pretty easy in college and stuff. Cause you're going through shared experiences or you have people you have classes with people and you want to get like study partners like bro if i was in a class right now the way i would make friends is, is find a person to study with or something you know that's yeah, my like do my thing, best yeah. friend from college i was the best man in his wedding and that's how we became friends was we just started studying started. together and we were in the yeah. same classes and stuff but well and that's that's a big commonality <laughs> that right. you guys have you know studying right. for the same things so you should be i mean it would make sense your friends yeah but yeah, like it happened to me once before, and I think we talked about it originally because I told you, no, you told me it happened to you the first time. Yeah. And then I told you it happened to me once. And man, those guys are artists. Like, yeah. It, I totally understand your frustration because I, I mean, this is going to sound pathetic, maybe not, but I went home and was like, I told my wife, I was like, yeah, I think. I, think I know. I made a friend today at the gym. And yeah. She was like, really? And I'm like, yeah, like he's a super cool guy. And I think we're going to, he said like do a workout together sometime. I was like, yeah, yeah, right on. You know, cause I don't, it's not easy for me either with, I'm always moving around. Right. And I, and I know a lot of people, but there's only a few of them that I, you know, call real friends. And I was excited. I'm like, man, this is normal. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's not just someone who knows me because I played a show and, and they always kind of, th they always kind of make you believe that you're in the same position in life. I've, I've noticed this yeah. is a thing about having friendships as, a, as an adult too. Like I love my high school friends and stuff and we will always be like my best friends from high school will always be my best friends. Yeah. But sometimes it's tough when like, you're not always going through the same sorts of things, you know, um, both ways. It's not, you know, I'm not saying like one person is better than the other or whatever, but you know, it's hard to empathize all the time. So there is like something attractive about the idea of a, a group of friends that are all kind of going through having similar experiences with you so that 
<clears throat> the conversations that you have or they don't feel like they're falling on deaf ears or you don't have to like explain everything from the beginning all the time, you know? Yeah. And when the, when I first inter- started interacting with these snakes around here, that was kind of the, the appeal to me. Cause I had the same, the same thought, like the first guy I met him at the barbershop. It was super cool. We talked for like an hour and a half just at the bar and I came home and I, f- I was like, uh, it's like love struck in a way, you know, like yeah, when you talk to totally. a, when you talk to a girl and you really hit it off and it was like, great, yeah. you come home, you're like, man, that was awesome. Same feeling. I had like a basically. similar feeling because, yeah. you know, I was in a city, I didn't know anyone, I, you know, right. whatever. And I, 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 I was attracted to the idea of having friends that were like, kind of like the young professional sort of like this group. Yeah. Come to find out they're all snakes. Man, that's wild. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Well... I know it's kind of the long game on it, but um, I have a unique business opportunity that I've been wanting to talk to you about. All right. I've only known you for like <laughs> eight years, but I'm, now that you're aware of the whole scheme, yeah. I figured I might as well just come out and say All right. It. What are you selling? Uh, nothing. Nothing good. Nothing good. That's crazy, man. That just makes me feel weird. I know. Makes me not want to go outside. Dude, for a while, I thought I was being stalked <laughs> because it was happening. Yeah, because it happened, happened yeah. so regularly. Like the first two were within a few a few months of each other. So I was like, what? the guy, the guy, like started talking about his mentor. I was like, wait a minute, do you know this guy? And it, dude, when you when you ask them if you know someone that's in their network, it blows their mind up. That's they badass. don't they do not know how to react. It's so funny. So that's just what I do now. I just ask if they know know the one guy. They're like, uh yeah, I do. Man. It's so crazy. My sister thought it was the Freemasons or or something. Or the Illuminati mm. coming after me. But you don't you don't think they were like aware of where you worked and all that. You don't you don't no. feel like that. No, I think what they do is they just like go hang out at the grocery stores like dorks and just like wait for someone that looks in their age bracket or something and just go try to start small talk with them. Oh, this makes me just want to like leave. Doesn't it earth. piss you off? Yeah. Yeah. I, I for sure have made people think that that's what I was going to do then. <laughs> yeah. See, this is why you just don't talk to people. Do what I do. This is why I don't have friends. They think I'm trying to sell <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and then they find out you're in a band. They're like, oh, he's going to try to sell me an album or something. He's trying to get me to go to a show. And they get me on his <laughs> fan page. Bullshit. Uh, wow. Anyway. Well, maybe it's not so bad being alone. No. Get your heart broken a lot less. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, guys can really break your heart, too. Yeah. You know? As a guy, just wanting to have a friend. I always wonder. Anyway. I always wonder if other guys are like us, where we where they want to have I think a lot especially recently I've been thinking a lot about like wanting a friend group or like wanting to hang out with yeah. with some bros or whatever and I have I have some here don't get me wrong but yeah I just don't know that all guys are that way so it's kind of tough too cuz you don't want to seem as though you're coming off too strong with a guy I know, you know? I like the idea of like the entourage too you know yeah. I don't ever but it's it's just hard to hard to make it happen it is because of the stuff you just talked about and everyone's so busy yeah yeah so busy true anyway anyway we're putting a, uh go ahead and send your resume over to a uh, similar vein on instagram yeah and uh, taking applications for new friends <laughs> 
bar's pretty low, trust me. Yeah, and if you want to know more about um, our mentorship opportunity, um, <laughs> let us know about that too. But in the meantime, thanks guys for listening to another episode of Similar Vein Podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe if you haven't already. Hit us up on Instagram at Similar Vein Podcast. And until next time, we will see y'all. See y'all.